You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. Sean, we get a lot of golfers who email us, DM us, come in to see us, right? Either, you know, in person or online. And we get a lot of field, a lot of questions on pressure movement, you know, and weight shift, pressure movement, which those two aren't the same thing. But, you know, in a, in a lot of cases, golfers are under a under the, the assumption that pressure moves X when it really moves Y or, or their weight moves here when it should be moving over here. You know, there's just, there's a lot of kind of sketchy information from a lot of sources that really don't work with pressure on a daily basis or don't have a way of measuring it or, you know, don't have the equipment or tech to, to see what's actually happening. And you cannot rely on video for it. Yeah. And you can make some bad assumptions. I mean, we get, Mike and I have gotten better over the years at looking at video and making some assumptions about pressure and, you know, the weight you can see a little easier because that's just mass moving around. Right. But, um, you know, we're still making a guess at that point if we don't, if we don't have somebody, well, we literally, course. every swing we see is literally accompanied by pressure and yeah. force movement. So we get good at seeing so, patterns. <laughs> you don't have to be real smart to start to you get st- better at seeing the relationships. But even then, there's still guesswork done. Yeah. And, and and that being said, you know, you get a lot of questions about when and how the pressure should move and questions about what foot should be pushing off when and which side of the body and which foot to push with. And, you know, a lot of times the lessons that come into us, they, they're looking for answers, right, because they've tried everything. We've said this before. A lot of times we're the last stop. So they sometimes come in with a whole list of literally typed out questions. Yeah, a printed page. They'll hand me a copy, you a copy. And we and, just sit down. And we just sit down and kind of go over the questions. I mean, if it's a two-hour lesson, we want to be talking for the first 45 minutes. Whatever they need to cover because yeah. – and it's actually smart in the sense that they're, they've got confusion or they've got questions about practice, about what they're trying to change. And, you know, we say it all the time. If you're practicing, you're going to ingrain something. Better right? be the right thing. Right. So, it need, you know, yeah, it would make sense to be the right thing. So they're clearing up their whatever their questions are, and which is a, you know, a, a heck of a way to, it's a smart way to do it. And, um, you know, we've actually got the, the data that can show them, not just tell them, we'll show them what happened. Yeah, and, and some of the things we see, so this is kind of interesting to look, kind of the different things people come in with. Mm-hmm. One of them is like, okay, no, I need to be pushing off my right leg down by the ball because that's like how well, I'm going to. I've got questions here. You want me to fire off a couple? Okay. All right, so one of the, like you've already kind of touched on it, one of the big ones is when does the force spike or when do I push off the back foot? Yeah. So, and then, you know, I'll, add, I'll turn and ask them, well, when do you think it should? Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, the best part about 
talking to people during, before the lessons, you get their concepts. Because yep. that, that, that 100%... Precedes uh, what they do. Yeah. They, they, the brain concept precedes the movement pattern. So, like, well, what do you think you should do? A lot of times, well, I'm down by the ball. I need to be pushing off my right foot really hard. There's a lot of information online telling you to do that. And I'll say, well, actually, at that point, that's some of the lowest forces coming out of your right foot. The, the, they max out on the backswing. So it's early on the right trail foot as you swing it back. That, that and you, you kind of hear the record player scratch. That right <laughs> foot, that right foot uh, force starts spiking some kind of mid backswing, and as you reach transition, it kind of drops off as you lighten yourself into the ground and you're pressuring the left side. And then when that club is vertical to the ground, about halfway down, right, the, the club head's still up above your hands. That's when the forces max out on I mean, your front foot. And then as you push up, you know, your body's kind of turning and wheeling towards a target. The right foot almost needs to add as an anchor. Yeah. If you kept pushing off it, you'd be down a fairway. Yeah. So that one right there is one that, you know, we debunk on a daily basis. Like, well, I need to be pushing off my right foot at that time. Well, actually, here's, uh, here's all these players that we've measured that have won millions of dollars, and um, nobody's doing that. So – <laughs> let's you know let's use that as a litmus test these guys are out there in the wild making a living doing it let's try to get a little closer to, to what they're doing not everybody has to swing the same but you start to see patterns of great swings and great hitters of the golf ball and and you don't want to be doing something opposite they are um if you want to start hitting it back. Well, let's stick to this one for a while because yeah. it has a lot of tentacles so when when guys are under the impression that you know you kind of get the shaft close to parallel to the ground somewhere down there. And then you, you know, you've already gotten open and then you're just finishing with extending and pushing off. Right. We do not see that whatsoever with good players. A shaft parallel on the downswing. Yeah. Like right downswing. before impact. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, but if you, if you go a little before that. Yeah. Everybody knows you should be on your front foot at impact. Even those guys. Yeah. Okay. So golfers are now struggling with, okay, I know I got to be on my front foot. And I know I can get to my front foot if I just push off my back foot. Right? This is, where I does, love where you're going with where this. Where does the pressure go when that happens? So this is a conundrum. And <laughs> when I first got a swing catalyst, this was years ago, and Mike already had one. He had to walk me through this one because I was a little slow-brained. <laughs> uh, he said, okay, man, you're not getting on your left foot early enough. Because he had the uh, swing catalyst for a while. He was one of the first ones I knew to even get it. So dude's been doing it a long time. And I said, well, what do you mean? He's like, well. Goes, no, I'm not. He's <laughs> like, you need to, yeah, no, I'm not. He's I'm like, over there. Yeah, he's like, no, no. I'm looking at the, the pressure here on the swing cat, and you're, you're late getting to your left side. You don't quite stabilize. You kind of slide over there and just keep going the whole downswing. I said, well, I'll fix it on this one. You know, in my mind, I'm going to get left faster. I'm just going to push off my right really hard and launch myself over there. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. The problem with that is if you're trying to get your pressure in the lead foot earlier by pushing off the trail foot to do it, any type, any type of push off the trail foot actually keeps the pressure on the trail foot. And that took me some time to figure out and 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 i've always said there are certain times in my golf career that I, one thing really put me yeah. on another level and that was another day when mike said hey no 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 you got to kind of fall over there and not shove yourself over there and that was a massive massive thing for me it, it's such a um i think you touched on it there you were gonna you were just trying to do it faster right 
to yeah, get over there yeah, and faster. you're going to push harder, right? Because you're, you're being more dynamic to move it. And if, if you're pushing off your back foot, let's say you're a right-handed golfer, you're pushing off your back foot. You're really forcing into the ground with that back foot. Yeah. Right. You can't do both feet at the same time. Not, yeah. not intentionally really. Yeah. Right. Not at that point in the swing. Right. Really. So you're pushing off. That's, that's taking pressure out of the front foot. Yeah, because you're pushing. Like, think about a football player doing a cut. He's he's going. Let's say he goes right and then pushes hard. That's you now that cut move back to the left. That pressure spikes on the right foot. But on video, because every f- pressure trace or every f- ground force video or data that we collect is accompanied with video. On video, your body was way forward and your pressure was way back. Yeah, because it's like that. It's like that Barry Sanders cutback, right? Yep. You can have your front foot off the ground when you're doing a cutback and your weight's way over to your left side, but the only foot on the ground is your right foot. That's where all your pressure and force is at, That's is on the it. back foot. That's it. You could have your mass leaning way over to the left mm-hmm. with your left foot off the ground, but you're pushing off the right. Your your weight and mass is left, but your pressure's right, and, and we want the pressure in the lead side early in the golf swing. So you need to be not pushing off your right foot at that point. You need to be falling over on your left foot early so you can kind of stabilize that and then and then push into the ground with that left foot. Right. And this is where relative to the golf swing where video really you start to hear some wacky ideas when guys who don't measure are basing everything on video. With, yeah. We we've we've we've, we've hear, you know heard that spike the right foot. Keep the left hip low on the downswing, shifts pressure, but could not be farther from the truth. Nope. Right, so you, you hear a lot of weird things, and you know it's it's about being able to shift pressure dynamically. Right, the the mass shouldn't move a ton in the golf swing; moves very little in the backswing, a few inches in the downswing. Yeah. But your pressure moves crazy fast. It should move crazy fast. Yeah, and from foot, you know, in inside the right foot to inside the left right. foot. Right, and the fastest way to do that. Like, and we do this all the time in lessons, and it really makes the light bulb come on. So you'll have the golfer will be standing one foot on the left force plate, one foot on the right force plate. Okay, so they're standing there, and you see the arrows coming up out of their feet. Let's say, so I'll, I'll stand on their backswing side and put my hand up you know, right off their shoulder so they can't move their body towards that direction. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, all right, put 100% of your pressure on the back foot. And they're watching – the arrows in their feet. So they're getting this feedback in real time. What happens 100% of the time? They push, they push away from you. They're really pushing into me, but where does the pressure go? It spikes under that foot. Under the left foot. Right. The opposite foot, because they're trying to move mass to move pressure. That's right. So we'll switch and I'll have them hold, you know, keep me from swaying. And all I'll do is just pick up my left foot a little bit. That shifts. I move forward and that shifts pressure back. Yeah. So you can move pressure super fast by just unweighting the opposite foot you want to move pressure to. That's kind of the feel you want. And like Mike said, on the downswing, there's a there's a mass shift over there. You get mm-hmm. your body position. There's momentum in the downswing yeah. and all that, yeah. And you see guys shifting over there pretty good. But, I mean, the, the main takeaway here is that, you know, you don't want to be pushing off the trail leg to get the pressure to the lead leg. You don't want to be because pushing. It won't go there. It won't go there. <laughs> well, you, get there super late. And you don't, at the bottom of the swing, want to be pushing off your trail leg. Mm-mm. If you did, that would happen at a point where it almost like try to almost launch you down the fairway, right? You want to be pushing up 
towards your lead ear with your left leg, left foot, and that'll spike that air that you see if you watch any of our videos with the ground force uh, data. And, and that's how you, I mean, quotation, you know, effectively use the ground, right? You're most efficiently yeah. using the ground at that point and, and pumping the energy into the club at the right time. Yeah, and the, and the reason for that, and this will be very difficult to explain, you know, yeah. just orally. The reason for that is is how the, how those force vectors are moving around your your center of mass and creating the moment arms. That's why that's important. That's but right. The, the practical solution is you want your pressure on your left side early, like left arm parallel early on the downswing. On the downswing, yeah, pretty high on your left side. Yeah, that's not a big mass shift over there. That's where a lot of golfers are confusing it because that's what brings that. Like what you were doing, you were getting over there, but it was just a big, hard, athletic push off the back foot. So I played baseball, and that's the only thing that made sense to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, baseball, basketball players do it really bad because it's such a lateral sport, uh-huh. right? And you're just used to pushing off one side. And it's, it's great if you're trying to juke somebody, but that's not really what a golf swing is. I don't want to juke the ball out. <laughs> <laughs> not interested in doing that, actually. Didn't help, me, help me a bit. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's one of those things where – Again, we say it all the time. You know, it's it's going to be 2022 soon. There's so many outlets out there that can get this stuff measured for you. And you don't have to go take lessons. Most, I mean, we do it. I'm sure most instructors would allow you, you and your instructor, come in, get captured, get your yeah. data, and then you know build a plan around the real information, not just what it looks like, because you're going to be deceived by what it looks like, especially if you don't have the the experience of seeing seeing all those swings and it's, it's going to, it's going to be eye opening for you. Think about it. Like, let's say you, you come in as a golfer, your, your teacher brings you in and you guys get a game plan. Think about it. You're going to get an MRI mm-hmm. of your golf swing. You're getting the interaction with the ground, with the force plates showing when and how much you how hard you're pushing. You're getting the body data right from the gear system. So you're getting the, the amount of rotation and lateral motion and when all that's happening and you're getting the club motion from gears and you're getting the ball data from the launch monitor. So you got the total picture of why the ball is going where it is and there's no guesswork involved. And, and basically if you come in to see us, it's more of an evaluation. I mean, we, we, you know, we can, we can teach the concepts as well and, and with drills and things that we've come up with over the years, but most of it is, all right, here's what you're doing. Tell me what your concept is and I'll give you a better concept because that one's causing you to do X and you probably need to be doing Y. So it kind of fits in um, the windows we see with successful um, players. Yeah. And, th- and that's scary, right? For a yeah. lot of folks. Cause you know, the, the data can hurt your feelings sometimes cause it's, it's just basically black and white. It, it can, especially if you've been trying to do something opposite that we're telling you is reality. We, we had a player in not too long ago who was convinced his shoulders should be 30, 35 degrees open at impact. You know, we showed him, you know, four or five of the top 10 players in the world, and they were, you know, five degrees or less. And he just could not accept that. It, it was a paradigm for him. He hadn't gotten yeah. over the hurdle yet. He just had grown. It had been beat. He'd watched a certain channel on YouTube and it has been beaten to his head for so long. How open the shoulder line needed to be at impact. Like if you looked at a swing from above, how cranked open the line across his shoulders would be, which is different than rib cage rotation. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole nother topic for another day. If you can't measure this stuff and haven't seen it, it's hard to understand. But he thought the line across his shoulder should be 30 degrees open. And I mean, we hardly ever get questioned in golf lessons just because of the amount of sheer 
content we've put out, backing it up with data. And and he he wasn't really questioning it because you can't, right? I mean, hey, here. Yeah, he just had a hard time accepting, accepting it. That what he was doing just was so far. I mean, yeah, he posed a few impacts. I'm thinking, and I even literally said, well, what are you trying to do there? I mean, that's not reality. Well, I've been trying to get open. I was like, well, let me show you something. And, you know, you show somebody the truth. And um, it, it was a shocker for him at first because he, again, he had been trying to do it for so long that he had gotten that ingrained in his head that that was how it was supposed to be. And when you sit there and tell him it's not, that can be hard to take. But if you do come see us, you know, don't don't look at it like that. Just look at it. Okay, these guys are just presenting what's the reality of the this situation. Is, this is just what I'm doing. Exactly. This is what good players do. And when we say good players, we're talking guys who are not that flexible. Exactly. Right? And then guys who are super flexible. So you can see the range, but it all moves very similarly. Yeah. Especially with the timing of it. And any any player can improve the timing of these movements. And, and that's really what we're talking about is, like, when does that right foot spike? A good player's backswing, bad player's closer to impact. Like That's a big timing difference. Yeah, no doubt. And the swing happens so fast, and video is such a poor determinant of how that happens that you're going to come in, one, you're going to see what you're doing. Um, it's rare, but it happens that the guy's pretty close. Yeah. Right? So, boom, check that off your list. I don't have to worry about that anymore. A lot of cases, you're going to say, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is what I feel like I'm doing, and this is where I want to go. So you have something tangible to kind of anchor your progress to and, um, you know, your work towards. And it's, uh, you know, I, my doctor, my, um, what do you call them, family doctors, mm-hmm. doesn't have an MRI, but he's prescribed a lot of MRIs for me for over the years. What a great point. Right? So, like, you you know, not every golf instructor, not every great golf instructor is going to have access to all this tech, but you can sure be prescribed to go get it done. And it's then come back and then fine work out with a us. Real plan. Yeah, and, and we have no problem with that. And and that's fun for us actually. I, I like doing that. I do too. Just come on in, let's get you measured. We can kind of give you the the uh here's the MRI. Mm-hmm. Here's what we think you, you should be doing based on you know what we're seeing with these great players and go out with your coach and work on it or or we'll prescribe you a, a way to, to work on it with some drills. Yep, love it. Okay, so if these are helping you, please uh click subscribe in the iTunes store. Um, leave us a five star and a written review if you have the time we're trying to help as many golfers as possible and you can help us do that